and welcome back to The Lincoln Ear. On today's episode, I speak to Easy Riders about their new single, Shake Your Fears. I must warn you, on today's episode, there are a few technical difficulties. My mic does cut out at about 10 minutes, um, but Easy Riders continued the interview, so it's as engaging, as enjoyable as ever. And I've been kindly gifted a new mic, so hopefully we can avoid all audio issues in the future. So... Please enjoy this episode. You were saying like your single um, Shake Your Fears is coming out, well, tonight at midnight. What are your worst fears? Um, personally, spiders. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are we, are we not going to go deep with it? Yeah, if we're, gonna, if we're, gonna, if we're just going to be like normal fears, I've got, I'm, I've got really bad over sloths. Sloths? Why sloth? Yeah. Because I don't like anything that moves that slow. Freaks me out. Oh, yeah. But then surely you can just run away from it. I know, but like, you know, could you... I, I, I mean, I don't know. You can never tell how me. Many, how many sloths do you reckon you could take in a fight? Oh, probably none. I think I, I just, like, collapse and start, like... You know when you scream, but you can't make any noise because you're so petrified that you just... Oh, God. That would be me. And then they'd slowly start climbing all over me. And then they'd no, bro, I don't think they would, though. Because I feel like they're quite friendly. Yeah, now, really. they're, not. they're absolutely they're evil, honestly. Shut <laughs> up. You can't, you cannot tell what's going on in the lost mind. Yeah, because there's nothing going on up there, I swear. I swear they like mistake their own arms as like branches and then fall yeah, out yeah. all the time. Sloths and koalas are two of the dumbest animals, I swear. <laughs> but like they're quite cute. I mean, koalas are quite cute. <laughs> you say that's what they want you to think? Nah, spiders for me. Just how can't do it. How many spiders do you reckon you could take? Probably quite a few. Well, it depends what spiders we're talking about. We're talking about the little wispy ones or like tarantulas? Like a little wispy one. A little wispy one, yeah. A fair few. I just step on them and that. Tarantulas, though, I wouldn't go near. Like like thick ones, I can't go near. Can't no, because they're like moving cacti, aren't they? Like very like prickly and like venomous weird uh, it's weird that your animal is like really speedy and your animal's really slow um yeah. <laughs> defines us really <laughs> yeah so what is like the i mean obviously you said before i pressed record but um would you like to go back into like the backstory behind shake your fears or um yeah so basically um we, before me and Jake uh, decided to split off and be a two-piece, we, we used to be a blues quartet. Um, we were mostly doing like just, um, oh, we, we did a couple of blues standards, we used to cover Crossroads quite a lot, um, doing some like Rory Gallagher-esque sort of stuff. And, um, and then, yeah, we lost two of the members and this song we had called, at the time it was called Lefty Blues. Um, we thought, I, I just, I, I liked the lyrics so much. I liked the, um, like the, you know, the, the concept of it. So we just kind of just rewrote the riff, you know, changed the tempo. Just basically just reworked it in time. Okay. So yeah, so you worked it so it fits who you guys are now, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean honestly if you if you heard if you heard um Shake Our Fears as it was when we were a quartet, you wouldn't recognise it at all. It was it's mm. like we, we did like you know it, you know I guess you could argue we, we recycled like old material, but at the same time, I think actually, to be honest, we, we rewrote it almost entirely. Mm-hmm. There's that whole breakdown section that was never there before. Um, it was, yeah, it's just completely different. Yeah, the, the only thing that really stuck was the lyrics, to be yeah. honest. They, they, they were the only things that actually stayed there. Yeah. Everything else we wanted to shake around what we are now. 
Is the original still out there somewhere or? Ooh, okay. I, I think I have it on my phone. Did you ever release it? No, but we were planning on I don't know. I think I got rid of all that stuff. You sent it to me, so it's on my phone somewhere. I message probably, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we probably go. We probably go. If you're absolutely desperate to hear what it's like, we could we could post it on that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, if people want, yeah. Like if you get like a hundred k streams on like the next song, like you'll release the original or something. Yeah, yeah. Everyone go stream our music so you can hear the older version. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll say that. Yeah, hundred k streams. Yeah, then we'll release we'll, we'll release Lefty Blues. Mm -hmm. And then people can see how much you've evolved. What would you do if like people said they like the original more? I'd be very pissed off. Probably cry. <laughs> uh, I, I, I heard the like little um, sort of tease that you put on Instagram, and it sounds really good. Um, I'm excited for it to come out later. Thank you very much. Um, I think you're speaking of Instagram. I think you're, either your bio or on your post said like um, you make you guys make too much noise. Do you really think that's possible? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We um we were rehearsing what two weeks ago. We blew up a valve in the back of my amplifier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, we, we rehearsed and then Tom goes, "Oh, stop, stop, stop!" Amplifier's blown, and I was like, oh, "Okay, brilliant." So we literally Wait. broke the amp. Oh my god! Oh, that was. Oh, oh don't Sorry. Just everything's just falling apart. How did the, how did the amp break? Was it just because it was too loud, or surely that's what an amp is uh, for? Well, I mean, okay, I, to be honest, the truth is I thought I was being really smart. I'd, um, I rearranged my, like, my pedal setup and I, I, and, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if there's any, like, you know, people that are into their guitars and their gear, but I had, um, essentially ran the signal too hot through the, um, through the amp. It was actually, it was more because we, uh, we, we run, um, our amp setup through, um, a two by two cabinet, uh, which is like the, kind of like the extension. And that I think the resistance on that is what 16 ohms. So and I was like, no, no, it was like eight ohms, and I was running through 16. Uh, 16 ohms. I was being in the deep, basically. <laughs> well, you know, at least you, it was like trial and error, but I'm, I'm, I feel like it was probably an expensive error. But yeah. did, yeah. did you guys yeah. fix it or? Yeah, no, I just, I yeah, know, no. my, I'm just, well, we have that's, you know, you can pop them, pop them back in. It's not, it's not the end of the world. Um, Thankfully, I went away a week after. I went on holiday, so gave him a bit of time to yeah. So fix it up. Got it all working, so it's all good now. But to answer okay. the question, yeah, we can't make too much noise because we break things. Yeah. <laughs> like the power of sound. I mean, it's it's like opera singers that can break glass with their voice. Yeah, can't it's just insane. Insane. we just break skulls. Skulls. Just blow minds. Yeah. Um, how do you? Guys, prepare for live gigs. Alcohol. I used to be terrified of drinking before I went on stage. Um, because I was I always remember like I was ever drunk at my house and or if I was at a party and I was in Tarta and someone passed it over, I'd try and play and I'd never play as well as I do when I'm sober. So I always figured if I drink before a gig, I'm just gonna absolutely cock everything up. But um no, I think now, like, booze, especially for the, for the music we're playing, we really need to, like, we need to have a lot of confidence that, you know, the alcohol, the alcohol's the only thing that can really provide it. Yeah, I mean, 
I personally, Tom knows this more than anyone, I get really nervous before mm-hmm. going on stage. I think it was our first gig as a, as a quartet. Oh, we were both shitting it for that <laughs> back in the day. Um, this was my first gig in two years because it was like first after lockdown. Oh. I was absolutely bricking it. And I threw up in the toilet before and I couldn't drink that night because I was meant to be driving home. Mm. So a little bit rest so the next time. It sounds so bad. It sounds so bad, yeah. but it absolutely smashed. Yeah, it's fine. But you say there's like a go-to drink or is it like just drink anything in sight? Mm, what's your what's the what's the route you take? I normally just go for the go for the lagers, really. I usually go two Guinness, two lagers, and I haven't got any space for like vodka. Yeah, he loves a Guinness. He loves a Guinness. We all do. Too. They're good for you, full of iron. Would you say that like different types of alcohol affect how you play? Like, would one alcohol make you play faster or? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just it's just how much you if you drink too yeah. much, then you play really slow <laughs> because you can't you can't move your fingers as quickly as your mind wants to work it. Yeah, the, the main reason I do it is for confidence, really, because if I go. Sorry, I've got food in my mouth. It's so rude. Yeah, we are eating pasta, everyone. We're sorry. I do apologise. Um, if, yeah, if I go on stage, I have this, I, tell, I say this analogy to everyone. If I go on stage thinking, I'm going to be shit, I'm going to make a mistake, chances are I'll probably make a mistake. Oh. But if I have a couple of drinks and I go on thinking, I'm sick, this is going to be great, chances are we'll be fine. It's all about confidence. Yeah, if you don't think about it, if you just get into that state where you're like, yeah, this is going to be great, you'll be great. It's quite quite simple, to be honest. When you do make a mistake, how do you deal with it? Do you, like, play it off or...? Yeah, just play it off. Because if you you sit and look back on it, you know, you'll probably make more mistakes. So if I make a mistake during the middle of the track and I'm sitting there going, oh, no, I've just made that mistake, I'll probably make another one in the next couple of seconds because I'm not thinking about what I should be doing. So if you accept and go, right, that's happened, move on. It's all good. Yeah, you can't let it consume you. No, no, Um, Obviously, you said that you were in a band before and now you're in, like, just, is it, is it just you guys? It's just you guys, isn't it? And, like, the... So what would you say you've learned about yourselves as individuals whilst being in bands and being in the music industry? Um... Don't let anything get you down, no matter how big or small it is. We played, well, the last three shows we've done, they've been pretty much empty rooms. Mm-hmm. And, and every single time, like, it's, it's, it's soul-destroying. Like, when, you, when you're playing music in front of maybe two or three people, um, it can get really, it can get, it can, it can hurt, you know. Because when, when, whenever you play live or whenever you play music, you're putting a lot on the line. And um, when you're putting that much on the line, you're not really getting anything back out of it. It can be, you know, it can suck. Yeah. So, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, the, the whole point is that you know what, just keep keep cracking on with it. You know, even if you, even if you have an, an audience of one person, play to that one person, make sure they have an absolutely excellent time. But her mic stopped working. Oh dear. Oh, did we cut off? No, no. She can hear us, but her mic's not working. So here. Uh, can I send you the question? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, go for it. Oh, this is going to be strange, isn't it? Okay, what's the first question? 
really much eat my pasta in silence. What has been your biggest music inspiration? Oh, um, no, it's absolutely fine. Um, so, inspiration, go on, do you want to take this one? Um, quite a few, really. So, what, personally or? We'll do personally. Both us. Okay, well, personally, um, as a drummer, you know, if uh, other drummers are watching this, it's going to sound ridiculously cliche, but um, Travis Barker, 100%. Um, I grew up listening to pop punk, so uh, Green Day, Blink 182. Um, I grew up listening to a lot of heavier stuff as well, Slipknot, all of that, so Joey Jordanson as well. Um, I don't know, just all these great drummers. And then, um, you know, more recently, I personally have been inspired a lot by people like Machine Gun Kelly and his drummer and his band and um, Fever 333, new band on the scene called Bahara, just um, both musically and you know, aesthetically as well, personally. And then, um, so I'm from a blues background, so I played a lot of, um, when I started, when I first like learned guitar, I learned mostly blues music. So BB King, Abbott King, Freddie King, um, Robert Johnson, Eric Clapton, Hendrix, you know, just all the um, all the old blues, the old bluesmen. Um, got, I got really into Roy Gallagher recently as well, actually. Mm -hmm. um, but so my guitar playing kind of stemmed from that. But um, that was only when I started playing guitar. Before, before I actually, before I was playing any sort of instrument, I, um, I used to listen to like obviously like the Art of Monkeys, Royal Bloods, Wolf Alice, you know, all the old classics, The Strokes. And, um, and then that old kind of like childhood, obviously, you know, growing up on that, once I figured out I could kind of maybe blend the two, that's when um, the sound that we have is kind of like, it's formed from. Pretty much, yeah. And most of, most of our favourite bands, they're all two pieces as well. I mean... It's really strange, isn't it, actually? Yeah, yeah. like White Stripes, Royal Blood, Blackies, Slaves, you know, they're all, they're all two pieces. They're bloody great. Uh, I love Wolf Alice. What is a lyric from any song that has stuck with you? Uh, what from from a Wolf Alice track? Um, from any song. Okay. Um, okay. So this it's actually it's one of their it's off their new album. Um, was it? I think it's was it feeling myself. Yeah. That one? It was like. He's had so many lovers, doesn't mean he's pleasing anyone. I like honestly, I just I absolutely love it. And um, I mean, I had a bit of a, I had a bit of a nasty breakup recently. So that album has really kind of helped me get through it. Uh, kind of relating with a lot of the track, a lot of the tracks in there. Mm -hmm. um, go on, have you got any other, got any other lyrics that stick with you, Jim? Um, I don't know. I always thought, you know the. Song with Machine Gun Kelly and Youngblood, I think I'm okay. Oh Christ. <laughs> Watch me take a good thing and fuck it all up in one night. Yeah, it's a pretty good lyric. Oh, actually, no, I'll tell you right. what, there was one lyric that I always wanted to get tattooed on the side of me. Right. You're going to laugh at this as well because I never told you this. Um, it's an MGMT lyric. Right. Um, oh, I need to try and remember it. It's, uh, it's um, to, uh, take jobs in offices and wake up for the morning news. Oh wait, I know it sounds crazy, but what else can I do? Take jobs in offices and wake up for the morning news. I just always loved that. I thought it was like such a, a like a beautiful line and such a, um, you know, a mainstream track. And I think a lot of people kind of picked up on it. That's good. I haven't really got much else to do on this song so far. Yeah. Gosh, we move on to the next question. 
Sorry to hear about your breakup. Oh, thank you. Um, music is the best healer. Why does that resonate with you? Um, because, why well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's different strokes for, oh, wait, well, the lyric. Um, what, the Wolf Alice lyric or the, or any lyric? We'll go for the, we'll go for the, okay. The Wolf Alice one, um, I love it just because it feels like almost like passive aggressive. And I've, I've spent like the past like two months feeling like I want to like, I just want to like be really mean and be really, and be really salty about it. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to be that way when like, you know, so when you've had such a good time with someone, you don't want to have to like constantly think about the negatives. Um, but then, the, you know, I, I, I don't know, just, I, I, just, I like a lot of what Ellie was singing on that album. I think it just kind of, I feel like me and her seem to have had a, a similar experience recently. Because, um, I don't know, she broke, well, she broke up with Isaac. She broke up with Isaac from Slayers, didn't she? Oh, was it mutual? I have no idea what happened. I mean, it sounds like he cheated on her, but I don't want to make any assumptions. I'll ask my mum to ask Dave. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll get exclusive um, breakup news from the Palace. Um, my mum knows Isaac's dad. So, that, that's, that's the link I have, because Slaves are from Kent, I'm from Kent, so my mum works with his dad. Oh yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, Larry Holman, legend. Uh, and then the M we've got the MGT lyric, uh, MGMT lyric, I just liked it because um, it, felt, it felt very, um, um, or just, just like, so like painfully true. Like everyone wants to be really crazy and, and have a wild time. Everyone wants to go into the, into the music industry and be a rock star and, you know, party all the time. But most, in most cases, like, you know, what else can we do? We've got to take jobs in offices and then wake up from the morning news. It's just like, but then it's at the same time, it's also romanticizing that sort of idea, the idea of going to something that can be considered rather mundane, but finding beauty within it. I so I, I kind of always like that. God, do your machine gun killing there, right? No, well, I am not going to beat that. So can we leave it on that, please? Can we'll, that, go, we'll go to another question. That was quite good. I'm feeling pretty good about that. You've blown me out of the water on that one. What do I do, man? What do I do? Yeah. Would you perform with Wolf Alice then? What's a piece of advice that's stuck with you? Yeah, we perform with Wolf Alice, 100%. That'd be like a dream. Perform with anyone, really. Yeah, <laughs> anyone who's willing, we perform. Yeah, we, we just, yeah, we love making, um, just networking and meeting new people within the industry. And just literally, if someone says, yeah, we want to do a gig together, we'd be like, yeah, sweet. Like, you know, if, if they can help us and we can help them, you know, just to bring people here in new music, so be it, yeah. yeah. the industry is such a dangerous place. Um, I think it's important that like every musician, every artist, they will look out for each other because like it's so easy for us to get messed around. Um, you know, it's, it's it's you know at the end of the day, like we're not we're not competing against each other. <coughs> you know, we're not. It's not a competition in any way. Um, we've got to try and work together because you know the industry is a community. It's it's not this, you know, you know juggernaut of you know this evil juggernaut that's trying to like wipe us all out it's something that we can kind of work within and, and you know i think you know it's, i think pe people just need to like kind of just we just need to look out for each other i think that's just the best way of doing it um yeah what's, what's the best what's the piece of advice that's stuck with you um best piece of advice um don't have your amplifier too loud on stage <laughs> so um just because um for like te technical reasons like the sound guy can always push the volume up from the desk on the PA 
I, there's no point having it so loud on the stage because then, then you know, that's when things start to blow up. Yeah. Well, mine was, um, I, think, I think my dad said it, and this is so strange because my dad isn't musical in the slightest. And he said, they're not there to see you, they're there to see the band. And I was like, oh, that's a really beautiful way of saying I was like, yeah, that's actually true. That's, um, that was Ringo's mentality, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Because Ringo just played what the band wanted. Yeah, he was the best song drummer. He was. Still is. Mm. Is your tap running? Yeah, I've got it turned off. I'll do it. Well, I'll the next question. It's just me now. Um, Man, that is stiff. I know, it's a nightmare. Sorry, we're trying to adjust our tap to anyone that's listening. Got it. Uh, that's really poignant. What do you want your audience to get from your performances? I think that has changed as of recently. I think when we were a quartet, I think the thing we wanted to get at, I wanted an audience to feel is like, is to, I, I think that I wanted them to appreciate the technicality of the music more than the actual music itself, which I think is a wrong way of looking at it. I think the way we, the way we kind of, our intentions now are a lot more pure. Yeah, I think just to, um, I mean, the, the best gig I've ever seen was um, reading up Royal Blood at Reading 2019. And it was just a madness. I don't know how to describe it. Do, do you know how to describe it? Because you were there. I was there, yeah. It um, was, it was um, I don't know, it was just, they put on a show and everyone had a good time. If you were mosh pit, if you were singing, if you were whatever. And I just want someone to feel what I felt that day. Yeah. I guess like, you know, you don't want to make people feel angry or like, um, or feel overly, I mean, happy. You can feel happy and angry at the same time. I, guess. I, don't, I don't know. I think I just, I just, I want people to kind of really, like, have, I want music to resonate with them. Um, which is why I don't I guess like lyrically, I'm not overly concerned that it's like, um, you know, poetic or anything. I mean, I, I do like to kind of like, I like to put a lot of attention into lyrics, but I don't want to be, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not Jonathan Keats, I'm not Blake, I'm not, I can't like, you know, I'm not, I haven't got an incredible rhetoric. Um, so I think all I really want for the lyrics to do is just kind of just match the vibe of the track. Um, it's kind of like, what, it's like what Foles do, like with their earlier stuff. Yeah, I just want people to, uh, to, you know, just have a good time, just come to our shows and leave thinking that was awesome. I think I think we can both. I mean, I know it sounds really arrogant. I think we can guarantee if like anyone, any, anyone listening, or even Charlotte, you know, if you ever come to our show, I think you'll come out feeling pretty, pretty darn good about yourself. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Do you have any upcoming gigs? Uh, plug any of them. Okay, I'll show. That's in you. that's in brackets. Too. I meant to read that. Bit. Sorry, man, I didn't realize. God, what? Eleventh of November. Have we not got any more in October yeah, after that? There's one of the Ashen Arms, but I don't think we're going to do that. No, I can't make that one. Sorry, this is a mess. We we don't really know. Yeah, I think the next one we have is in Brighton. It's the, um, we're playing the Brunswick on the 11th of November. We're supporting a band called Proper Job, who are actually a band that we played with before. Yeah, they're a great band. See, this, this is why meeting other bands in the industry is so incredible, because like... Um, so many opportunities come out from it. Huh? Yeah, you just, if, if you... If you just all get on, if everyone just treats everyone nicely, you know, you, you get everyone like offers something else to someone else. Like, you know, there's that time when we we were gonna we asked a band that we like called Dusk House to come and support us, and they would have done it if they hadn't all they all had work I think that day. But proper job, like the band that we'd 
they'd played what before us or something like that. They just they said that yeah. we're thinking about putting in on a gig of our own. Like, would you like to come and do it? We were like, you know, oh yeah, don't care. We'll, we'll... And the Brunswick's a great venue. I played there recently, and it's um, it's quality. Oh, Brunswick's brilliant. Brian, such a legend. We've seen. I see the big push. Is that um, oh, what was his name? Ren. Yeah, um, I've seen a lot of his stuff he did with Sam Tompkins, and they're awesome. And I've lived, we've lived in Brighton for like a year and a half now. And last year, I actually walked past Ren. Oh, I walked past him. This is the guy. He's from, he's in the back of the big push now, they bust a lot in Brighton. I walked past him, and this was ages ago, and I couldn't put my finger on it. I couldn't put my finger on who he was. And I was like, I've just seen someone famous, and I've no idea who that is. Mm. And then eventually I found out it was, um, is that his name? Is it Ren? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely him. Um, yeah, that, their quality. But yeah, we would we ever busk? Would, would you ever consider busking? Or are we too heavy for that? I think we're a bit heavy for that. Um, actually, no, I don't know. We could, um, we could busk. Probably wouldn't do it acoustically, but we'd set up like in a really big open space. We'd just maybe do like a surprise public gift. That'd be pretty cool. That could be interesting. Yeah, do a bit of the big push. Yeah. Um, taking it to the streets, we'd be circle went on tour. Who's in charge of the orcs? Ooh, it changes. Usually, um, if anyone that knows me is listening, they all, they all know that it's me. I'm very picky about what I'm listening to when I'm driving. But um, because Jake is like, Jake, me and Jake have a very, very similar music taste. But then again, he's also into a lot of stuff that I've never heard of before. Like I've never really listened to Machine Gun Kelly, um, and I'm still, you know, he's still, he's, you know, he's all right, you know, he's fine. He's fine, you know. And I mean, Chase giving me sorry, Chase giving me looks. He's fine. He's he's good. Um, right. Uh, but like you, know, you start stuff like you know Black Midi. I mean, I, I know I know Black Midi well. But I don't know. I haven't really listened to any of their stuff in the fall and um yeah we um it, it depends so yeah i'd say normally tom drives because when i don't have to take my kit we'll just drive in his car so normally he drives and he takes control of the orcs but every now and again i chip and move ah put this on we change it about uh, yeah i've been listening to a lot of black midi recently and i've um got him listening to that on the way home yeah god their quality that was so good Great, great um, what was the hardest song of yours to release? Uh, well, I mean, at the moment, this Shake Up is the only one we the only one at the moment that's ready to release. Yeah. Um, we did. Oh, oh God. yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Right, we go had on. we had two songs. Um, I won't I won't spoil the titles because they're you know they're they're like two of my favourites. Mm -hmm. I know one of them is your favourite to play live. Um, yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we we finished recording both of them. I think we only we only needed to do vocals on the second one. Um, yeah. But other than that, they were pretty much ready to go, and we, oh, the computer that we had, that we were using it on got like updated without us knowing. So, um, like, oh, so basically, the the people who operated the studio changed the computer. Um, Without, and didn't give us any warning, didn't give our producer any, any warning. Yeah. And um, we lost all of the sessions from all the tracks that we were doing. It's probably like, what, 20 hours, 25 hours in both of those tracks? Yeah. So, so. We, we've now got to go back in and do all of them again. So 
our stuff has had to be delayed a little bit, but um, yeah, yeah, I little cry that night. I was very upset. Yeah. I think I think James was very upset as well. Yeah, James is our producer as well. If anyone's listening, James producer, is, producer James, he's yeah, great, absolute legend. Shout out to James. Yeah. Um. Right. What's the next one. Um. I'll be. Oh, yeah. yeah I think we'll be Yeah, it will be. Um. It's probably you know maybe, maybe a blessing in disguise that now we know how that I can change the drums a little bit. You know, play better than I did before. Do you know what I mean? That I can like. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't yeah. know what I'm trying to say. I'm Sorry, I'm, I'm just. I'm. I'm a bit wobbly. Are you? Oh, it's um. Is Charlotte saying that Jake looks exactly like MGK? And perhaps, perhaps. Is this my what? Is this? Are you saying I look like Machine Gun Kelly? Because if you are, that is a. I am taking that as a compliment. Mm. That is a major. Shut up, debate. <laughs> that is a that is a major compliment. He's an attractive man. Different strokes to different folks. Yeah, either way. Um, yeah, what was it? He's an attractive man. Do you have any hidden talents jokes? Any jokes? Jokes. I hate stirs. They're always up to something. Jesus Christ. Um, I can I can do a really good duck impression. You like gotta do like the thing with your, you know, the what? Um, that's the only thing I can do though, other than play guitar. Um, oh, okay. So, um, okay. No one can see. No, no one can see this, right? We'll have to describe that. Okay. Um, so you've got to take your your hand, uh, make like a little curvature thing with it, put your thumb in there, make a little like a hole with your hand, and then take your other hand, put it on like, I don't know what the, what's that bit called? I've not got a The, the bottom, like the bottom part of the palm, just below the pinky, and then you close it off, and then do the little trumpet noise, the, you know, go, what? I don't know. <laughs> it's a really shit way of like describing it. It's like a wiki how. Yeah, 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 yeah. I might have to like do like a, a really, really shit wiki how. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm yeah. not pretty good at this. <laughs> can you do a mouth trumpet? Um, I, I can't. Can you? I don't know. Is that mouth trumpet? I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Charlotte approves. That wasn't good. <laughs> it's the first time anyone said anything. <laughs> so, Christ alive. Um, other than that, I haven't really got any other talents. I can play drums. That's about it. Oh, I'm a decent footballer. I'll say that. Yeah, he's into his football. I can play football quite well. I can't play football very well. That's a little I can't prove it via audio, obviously. He's really, really fucking good at chess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Paul as well. And Paul? You, have you ever played it? Paul? No. Oh, Okay, there's a can we do it tonight? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to a bar after this. There's a pool table there. We'll we'll post we'll update on our on our Instagram story who actually wins this pool match. Who do I support? Well, we both support the same team. We love Tottenham Hotspur. Coys. Tottenham Tottenham. I've got a tattoo. You, obviously, audio listeners can't see it, but it's on my wrist. There, it says THFC. Mm. <laughs> who do you support, Charlotte? Swear to God, it was West Ham. It's West Ham or Arsenal. Send me an interview. Maybe. Uh, okay, yeah. That's all right, yeah. I feel like he's with Charlotte. Yeah. Fair enough. Same. Yeah, same, yeah, same yeah. as well, yeah. yeah. Just because Dad went to Tottenham Tech when he was, what, 17? Yeah. How do you want to be remembered? Handsome. Um, I, I don't know, I'd, I'd say just as, like, as good musicians, I think. 
mean, obviously, Jake's, yeah. Jake's got a different agenda going on. He's got different modes. But, um, no, I, I that was know. a joke. Um, yeah. I, I, good musician, obviously. But, um, yeah, no, I mean... Um, good, handsome musician. I'd, uh, I, just, I wouldn't mind it if, like, people recognise this as just being... Uh, just, I don't know, just being good at what we do. Like, I don't know. It's, 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 for, for, I, I guess for us, it's not really about, like, being uber successful or making loads of money. Like, obviously, that would be lovely. But... Um, We'd honestly just absolutely loved, like, we just love making music. We do, a lot, a lot of stuff we do with live is a lot of, do a lot of improv stuff. Yeah. Just, just sometimes we'll just break into a jam out of absolutely nowhere. Um, and just doing that is so, it's so fun. Um, it's, yeah, it's just really refreshing being able to, um, to, to do that. Cause you know, not, not to, not to be a bit of a bitch to my old band, my previous band, I was in a pop band and, um, you know, it was very rigid. You know, this song into that song into that song into that song. Boom, that's the structure. Yeah. With with me and Tom, we just have a bit of fun with it. I guess it's worth mentioning me and Jake have like a really weird like mental connection. Like it's almost Jake knows where I'm gonna go before I go there. And it's I don't know, that's that's why like our jam like our jams sound so like clean and so like they've been rehearsed. Because seriously, if like, anyone anyone ever comes watches like if anyone watches us play live and sees us do like an instrumental section. It will seem like it's been rehearsed, but it really actually hasn't. Yeah. Uh, that, that's why I love this band so much. Because it's the first time I've been able to play music and feel like I'm not restricted in like any way. I'm all out of questions, but if there is anything else you'd like to share, then please do. Intrigued to see who is... Yeah, I will. Yeah, it would definitely be. Don't be sorry, I'll probably agree. Um, thank you for being on the same on my mic. You've been brilliant. Honestly, no worries, yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. I hope we've been reading the questions okay. I guess we've got to really just go listen to the music, you know, enjoy yeah, it. Well, by the time this comes out, Shake Off Fears will be out on uh, all streaming platforms. Yeah. Um, Spotify for music, Deezer. Give us a little follow on Instagram if you're feeling cheeky. Deezer. Deezer. Oh, God, yeah, no, he's Deezer. Tidal. That's the other title. Deezer for the geezer. Yeah, don't, whatever. If anyone's got Tidal, don't use it. Just, don't, just get Spotify. Right? Or up music. I'm an up music. Perfect. Yeah. But yeah, shout out. Uh, yeah, we... um. So uh, yeah, anyone who's in the Brighton area, um, we may take up the busking idea potentially. Yeah, if you see um, in the future, if you see two dickheads playing like really obnoxiously loud music in the park, it's probably us. Yeah, most likely. But yeah. So um, on that, yeah, we have been Easy Riders. Yeah. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. Big up Charlotte for having us yeah, on. Thank you very much, Charlotte. Uh, Try to see if you can busk with Ren, <laughs> mate. Happily, have you seen Ren? I haven't seen one now. Fucking awesome. I should, you took a photo of him, didn't you? No, that was Eddie Ferrara. Oh, wait, that, wait, that's the one with the yeah, tattoo. Yeah, that's this. Okay, yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, yeah, no, thank you so much for having us. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Lincoln Ear. Please, if you enjoyed it, follow my Instagram, the underdash Lincoln underdash ear and subscribe to this podcast and read my blog for more.